2: Hello. You may have noticed that this is actually a re-upload. We recorded this one live in person and because of that, the original episode which aired had a lot of echoing throughout because we had three microphones. So I basically just re-edited the episode from scratch. Now the sound quality might be a bit lower than what you're used to at some parts, but I feel like I've done an alright job at keeping it as consistent as possible. Anyways, Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this one as much as we enjoyed recording it.
1: Hello, hello, people of the world. Welcome to Boats. You mean (laughs) Goats? goats. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Stop fucking up my jokes, (laughs) Sam. Welcome to Boats. I mean, Goats. Sorry, spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mine it's funnier when I did it The greatest podcast of all time Today is a special day The day you're listening to this Is international Subscribe to this podcast Follow it on Instagram And share it with a mate day And because everyone loves The whole international Insert name of random thing here days You should defo do it By following and sharing this podcast And I am joined today By two very very special people Whom I am very much acquainted with Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> How are my two acquaintances,
2: Seb and Vinny? I'm missing a hash brown. Yeah, I'm missing, yeah, a, I'm hash missing a hash brown too.
1: <laughs> Absolute
0: disaster, mate. Yeah. Um,
1: the audience won't be able to tell, but for some reason, randomly, we are just recording this in person.
0: Yeah. It just yeah. so happened to the, the end more, up like that. We're all
1: passionate about boats. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> we we're like, this is the one we need to be in a studio. Yeah. For. We
2: we booked this one out <laughs> months in advance. <laughs>
0: Um, it wasn't just a random let's go and meet up. Yeah, thing. <laughs> the moon's aligned and now we're all in the same room. Um which is nice. Let's talk about our favourite subject boats. Yeah, let's talk about our subject I'm I'm a little bit tired because I had a bit of a weird night's sleep. Mm. Right. Which is that at one point last night I was in bed and I thought to myself, God, Lucy's being a bit wriggly. Mm. It wasn't Lucy. <laughs> I woke up to Seb get off me. Seb, get off Yeah, it was, get off. It was trying oh, to he no. was
1: trying to hug me and I was like <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, Please I this. yeah, I know. yeah this. So wait, you do this right. You you, yeah. you in the night you just unconsciously when you're asleep become... you start just shagging <laughs> <No>! the nearest. <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> no, yeah, no, he, does, no. he does, he, he does. This. No, yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. I just become big spoon. I just like roll over into big spoon position and it's like gyrating your hips. No, yeah, yeah, no gyrating. But I just like just just become huggy. Okay. Um, I swatted away
1: his advances as quickly this time though. I knew it was coming, so I was just like, No Seb Yeah. He's Back like, No off. Seb, no, no. The Me Too movement happened, Seb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stand for this anymore.
0: <laughs> we can't do this anymore. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, that was that. Yeah. How are you Vinny other than well, Seb has obviously tried to fuck me in my sleep, but how are you?
2: That's made my day a lot worse. <laughs> Yeah, I'm brilliant. had a excellent night watching the boxing and mm. playing Magic the Gathering mm. with, the, with the homies. Yeah. And? And? Oh, we fucked? What?
0: No. No. We let a rip. Oh, yeah. We let her rip. Yes.
2: Fuck yeah, yeah. We were Beyblading all fucking night long, baby. <laughs> all
0: night long. <laughs> so, brought let us these uh, Korean
1: Beyblades from... Um, L.A. when he was in America, did, we, yeah. we just had the best time just letting him rip in the <laughs> arena of <laughs> death, yeah, it's fantastic. Fantastic. and thinking about how if you were mugged, the best defense would be a Beyblade.
2: Should <laughs> <laughs> we put those slow-mos up on the Instagram? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Every single get, one. Get a, a montage of, of yeah. all the big explosions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll Mate, send them over.
1: what a day that was. Oh, my God, Sick. well Sick. Yeah. Yeah, it was good essay. Should we get, should we jump straight into this? Yeah, I,
0: I think we should sink as Ethan. So wait, sink. Uh, oh, yeah very right. nice okay there well some titanic jokes coming in <laughs> yeah. oh, too soon, too, 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 soon. soon. <laughs> too soon no it's fine the thing is it's because it's in black and white it feels like it's not bad isn't it you just, well it, like, it was
2: it was like Does everyone who's like related to that years ago that yeah.
1: yeah died hundreds uh <laughs> plural uh, like a hundred like a hundred
0: yeah i think it was like 19 12. 12 yeah
1: oh i thought it was like 1440 or something the Titanic. You thought
0: the Titanic. The, the... <laughs> have you seen the movie, by the
2: way?
1: <laughs> no. Okay.
0: Okay. You thought it was in the 1400s. I don't know. There's
1: a point. That we have history, right? There's a point where it is so old that it just may as well all be fiction. So I don't really keep track of when shit happened. It just well, none of it actually it's happened. Two years so,
0: like, before fictional. World War One. Was it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, that ain't that long ago. No. All <laughs> oh, right. But, but also, like, have you not seen Pictures of the Titanic*? Yeah. It's got chimneys. Yeah, but
1: that could have been... That's what I mean. In my mind, all that black and white shit is like so old. It's all fake. Right.
0: It, no, so no, it, right. Could no, be, it could it no, could have no, been any no, time. No, like,
1: no, I need there are re- black and no, white no, paintings no, of like no,
0: medieval no, times. No, it could all be the same no, time. No, 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 no. No, 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 We need to be really clear. It goes colour, about the last 70 years. Black and white, about 100 years before mm-hmm. that. Paintings, the last 1,000 years before yeah, that. Yeah, right. If it's in black and white... It's within the last two hundred years. Nah, some yep. of it could have been ages <laughs> ago. <again. laughs> yep. And and just to be even more clear <laughs> If it looks like it's diesel powered, <laughs> I'd, I'd assume it's within the last Nah. Couple.
2: Not from the Middle Ages. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not from yeah. the Middle Ages. Napoleon wasn't either
1: captain of the oh, Titanic. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, you're closer. He's closer to the. <laughs> the not! he's closer
2: to the Industrial when Revolution Napoleon than he is the Middle Ages, like, that's Too far. Oh, was around in like, the mid 19th century, I think. Yeah. That's when he was kicking about. Was that like 1520?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, please. I said mid 19th
2: century. You said 1520. <laughs> right, anyway. Let's get
1: into it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so boats. Boats are cool. Oh, fuck. He spent <laughs> ages on this one. <laughs> Fucking you know, boats.
0: Boats are cool. They... How does he do it?
1: They allow us, naturally land-faring animals, to go beyond the shores of our islands and explore other worlds and the vast ocean. Boats have been essential for humans for thousands of years. <laughs> Although, my <laughs> historical mate, Nah, <laughs> thousands of years is fine. Thousands of years? They've been yeah. boats been around for ages.
0: Thousands, yeah, years. thousands of years. The Romans had them. Yeah, the Egyptians had boats. That was like mm-hmm.
1: 20,000 years ago, so...
0: No. Well, they carry not t- goods... Not 20,000. <laughs>
1: they <laughs> they 20. carry goods across the globe. Form military navies. Take people on luxurious holidays and are used to sail around the world as fast as possible they used to catch fish and seafood and most importantly they're fun to lark about with your mates in oh, hey. yeah! in the film Step Brothers, they even had a song called boats and hoes which is obviously the greatest movie of all time <laughs> but with boats having so many uses and being used by humans for such a long period of time Surely there's one boat in particular that stands out as being the greatest. One vessel which sails in front of all others in terms of bestness. One. Goat. Boat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we are here to find out. Which boat is best? Which boat is the goat? It's over to Seven Vinny to convince me that their answer is that. Who wants to go first?
2: Me. Me.
1: I want to go first. Seb, do you want to go first? <laughs> no. Finny, 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 successfully
2: chimed in there. Right. So, talk about the suggestions that came up when looking for a goat boat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you reading like your own stage directions? <laughs> is this is like, not the only bit that that is your stage directions. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first
0: line. Smile. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: remember to smile.
0: <laughs> stage freeze. Yeah. Oh no! Don't say it.
2: Don't say stage freeze. Just do it. <laughs> um okay so goat boat goat boat (laughs) uh i don't know anything about boats i have very little interest in boats so this one was one of those ones where you have to look it up and so i found a bunch of articles being like these are the greatest boats of all time and you had the same sort of names coming up like the bismarck or the titanic which side note is it that good of a boat if it's well known for sinking in its main yeah. voyage? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I
1: was. If I was thinking, if I was going to be doing a pick, I was like, oh yeah, obviously the Titanic. And I was like, the Titanic's a fucking shipboat. is that the bottom of the ocean. Like it, it, <laughs> it didn't died even die on its first. It didn't even get to where it was going. Yeah, like, like it, yeah. yeah, and
0: it's also it's hard to research something that happened five hundred years ago. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Before they even invented writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, when all the paintings were in black and white. That was such a good joke. <laughs> that was really good. Oh,
2: oh my God. God. Actually, side note, I, don't, actually, I I can't remember if I told you guys before, but I remember there was a moment when I was, like, six years old when um, I got this, like, little... um It was, like, a, a Bible book as a kid. And it was, like... Obviously, all the times were, like, you know, it was, like, Noah and shit like that and uh, Mary and Jesus and all that stuff. But... It was all in color and it blew my mind. I was like, Mum, I thought everything f- was in black and white <laughs> oh back in the day. Oh, my God, days. yeah. And my mum had to just <laughs> explain <laughs> to me that no, <laughs> that's not how it was. <laughs>
0: Colors are still a thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: that blew my mind oh my back God, at the time. Oh, um, But anyway, go boat. Couldn't find anything really. So I had to do a little thinky of myself, a little independent thinking. But that was hard. It was quite hard. And long. And f- veiny. <laughs> <laughs> kind a of big veiny thing. And <laughs> kind a of big vein going through that thought. <laughs> anyway, um, I wanted to pick something with a hell of a lot of historical significance, right? That's what I like to do in a lot of my picks. I like to pick something that's big and influential and was huge for ages. And one that did come to mind wasn't a single boat but more so, a type of boat that was absolutely huge for the development of our own country. Oh, no. Noah's Ark. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, do you haven't picked Noah's Ark. I haven't actually, no. Oh. What? No, I didn't pick Noah's Ark. Oh,
1: oh he's fucking... He's roused, I went, I went
2: something at the last minute, but anyway, the first thing I was thinking of doing was the Viking longship. Hmm. This is what allowed the Norse to pillage, village, rape, and invade England. <laughs> probably not
1: a good time to laugh. <laughs> Take the rape <break>
2: out. <laughs> this is what allowed the Norse to pillage and invade England for a good three centuries back in the days. And they even got their own bloody land in northern France in the form of Normandy because of it. And then that obviously led to the Battle of Hastings, which is probably the most significant battle in British history, probably, on British land at least. 1066. Man knows his history. Black and white painting days. And the adverts. Yeah, and and man watches TV. (laughs) (laughs) But although the longship was insanely versatile, being able to travel across both shallow and deep waters, as well as being the driving force for uh, terrorising Britain for centuries, which is always good, there is one other boat that has a deeper impact on European history and culture as a whole and was used for far, far longer than the longship. One of the earliest naval vehicles known to humankind is the simple canoe, right? Mm, Yeah, Egyptians had canoes. Well, even before civilization. Made from carving and hollowing out a big chunk of wood and adding a couple oars to it, it was a super simple and cheap as fuck boat to make. The earliest known canoe was actually found around uh, being constructed from about 8200 and 7600 BC. So the canoe does actually predate civilization.
1: Wow. Wow.
2: Yeah, by quite quite a margin. That's insane. But when civilizations did start propping up around the Mediterranean, the humble canoe just wasn't going to cut it anymore. And that's when the mad lads... They had a little brainstorming sesh, yeah?
1: Yeah.
2: And they made the long-awaited sequel to the canoe. <laughs> <laughs> the canoe 2. Canoe <laughs> Electric Boogaloo.
1: <laughs>
2: well, now that's the boat I'm going to be talking about today.
0: Canoe 2 GTR.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of course, the legendary boat that I'm going to be calling the Goat Boat is the Galley. Oh, That's right. Never no, am out of it. Well, for those of you not familiar with the galley, other than Mork, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let me fill you in. <laughs>
0: and it's... then tell you about the guy vote. Fuck's <laughs> <What makes sense. laughs> uh,
2: It's essentially a long and thin ship that has a low freeboard. Freeboard meaning the distance between the waterline and the water deck level. So it's a low-down ship. Low-down. Um, and they would often have sails, which help them move along with, with the right winds, but they are primarily... Um, propelled by just a bunch of people and a bunch of oars just doing it in unison I think
0: oars are people too
2: I'm just going to carry on is <laughs> <laughs> laughing in the corner at his own joke <laughs> <It's>
0: the silence <laughs> <laughs> the absolute silence oh god <clears throat>
2: Well, archaeologists believe that the Stone Age colonisation of Mediterranean islands around 8000 BC would have required huge ships, which may have been the earliest prototypes of the galley. But despite that, the first real evidence of anything closely resembling the galley came from the ancient Egyptians from 2700 to 2200 BC. Now, these ships were usually used to transport troops or merchant goods around the coast. There doesn't seem to be a real distinction between either trading vessels or the military ones. But that changed when around the 14th century BC, dedicated fighting galleys were starting to be developed in a sleeker form in mind so they could travel faster. But during this period buying one of these galleys hiring a bunch of armed men and going around the mediterranean raiding people's goods became an extremely profitable and legitimate occupation for a lot of people and it does it's the same sort of thing with the vikings the longships mm. to be fair because they were just like you know it's actually quite a lot of money if we just fucking build a long ship get the boys around go to england you know mug a bunch of like m- monks Peasants, yeah <laughs> well they, they went they went for the monasteries because right, they were yeah, just like defenseless money, gold, monks yeah, yeah, that yeah, had yeah. like like
0: golden shit. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, they like, and they put it all up in the top of Scotland, where they thought no one would get to it. But then they didn't realize that people could just come from the top. <laughs> so like, it was just like literally, they just put it all right in the Highlands, and yeah. then all the monks just t- had nothing to defend themselves. and then, yeah. yeah,
2: mate, those fucking Anglo Saxons, what are they up to? But it's
0: also like as well, that is the thing with like a technological advantage. It's like you think about a technological advantage now in terms of, like I don't know, like the Cold War or something. But like, actually, if you just got a boat that can do boating better than the other people's boat, mm. you can literally go to their house, steal all of their stuff, get back in your boat, and sail away, and they, they can't do anything. Yeah. Like they don't have the technology to chase you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's so yeah,
2: yeah, revolutionary. They fucked them right up. Well, anyway, the first ever recorded naval battle in the history of fucking anything, <laughs> the Battle of the Delta, prominently used these early galleys. And although it did result in a victory for the Egyptians, their opposition known as the Sea Peoples would consistently use these boats to raid and attack all the civilizations in this area for decades to come. And it was these mysterious Sea Peoples that are thought to have been the final nail in the coffin uh, of all of these kingdoms resulting in the Bronze Age collapse. Mm. So very important these these mm. galleys, you know what I'm saying? I'm building. I just a-
1: Google them. They they are very like iconic. The sea peoples are iconic. No, the the okay. boat the boat looks iconic. Like it's like the oh. start of like you can see yeah. where like pirate ships came from that, and all these other boats came from that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And they
0: have the, they often had the big eyes at the front, and they they'd paint eyes. I the think the Greeks did that. The Greeks and the Romans, I think, it was. I think yeah. I was Too gonna sick. say Too they sick. they used to paint them on because they thought it would make them crash less because the boat could see where it was going. And then I was going to say, they should have put someone on the Titanic. <laughs> I
2: would have seen that giant iceberg. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking big as well. Like, it's like a mile long. Come on. Yeah. yeah. It's, like when, it's like when you see someone at a car park, and there's like Hit a massive me only sp- yeah. You're yeah. like, for fuck's <laughs> sake, come on, guys.
2: <laughs> Don't they think it was something like to do with like the poles like messing up with the compasses and that's yeah. why they crashed? They just had like a fit and it was like in the fog or something. I think
0: I think a big part of it. I mean, we're going on Titanic chat now, but I think a part of it was basically yeah, it was obviously its maiden voyage and rather they they were trying to like break a record on the maiden voyage. And then it got foggy and the equipment wasn't working properly and they probably should have just slowed right down mm-hmm. and been like let's uh... just get through this massive iceberg field and to America safely. But because they wanted to like break the record they just fucking steamed through oh. and then by the time they'd seen the iceberg it was it was just too late they were just because if you think about a boat that big you can't stop it no. it's massive hammer the brakes on yeah. yeah like there's just no stopping it at that point yeah but anyway fast
2: forward a few more centuries to maybe around the second century BC the first true Mediterranean galley was born it's here boys finally here it's been birthed the trireme ooh right. galley before these bad boys, galleys consisted of either one or two rows of people equipped with oars. The ancient Greeks, or the Phoenicians, historians still aren't sure who actually first came up with the tricene, decided that wasn't enough, and the bad boys, they added another row of people! Oh, far, hence why the Romans later then called them triremes, three. Latin for three banks of oars. Mm. Yeah. Um, Now, this is when the galley fully came into its own and dominated the Mediterranean Sea for the next millennia. You heard that right. 1,000 years of fucking domination. But no king can rule forever. As by the Middle Ages, circa 11th century, sailing vessels became the most common warship.
1: Mm.
2: And although galleys were still used, as they were still the fastest and most nimble ships about, sailing vessels would usually destroy them in naval combat due to them just being tall as fuck. Mm. Because the thing is, around this time, well, still at this point, naval battles consisted of just bashing into each other's ships and then boarding and then hopefully you kill them before they kill you. Yeah, yeah. So the height advantage was staggering. Mm. So the galleys, they weren't looking too hot, but they weren't out of the game just yet. As around around the 1340s, yet another huge advancement was made to the galley. The Spanish had the bright idea to start plodding down cannons. Oh, shit. To the front of the galleys. And this turned out to be a top-tier gamer move. (laughs) As everyone else just started copying them soon after. Yeah, yeah. Adding cannons to galleys completely revolutionised not just the galley, but naval combat as a whole. As now they could just blow up a ship to smithereens... ...from a distance without having to board and inevitably Mm. lose men. This was fucking gigantic. The galleys began dominating once again... ...as the sailing vessels just weren't fast enough to get to the galleys... ...before they were shredded by cannon fire. The galleys would continue to see use in European waters for the next few centuries... ...only to finally lose popularity completely to newer technologies... ...by the 19th century... That's how long galleys were used. Jesus. That shocked hell. me. That really so, shocked like, me.
1: Basically two thousand years.
2: Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Wow. Fucking hell. Yeah. Fair play. Jesus. Yeah, it was a good time while it lasted. The galley was a simple yet effective idea. A low down thin ship that used manpower to quickly speed across the waters. And it was simply unbeatable until sailing vessels gained traction. But then galleys made the huge comeback <laughs> with the addition of cannons. Both revolutionising naval warfare and securing them as a mainstay in any army up until as recently as the 19th century. If you look at any of the prominent civilizations from as far back as the early ancient Egyptians, all the way to the European powerhouses of the late Middle Ages, you can see the galley was a permanent fixture of their naval armies. That's around a 3,000 year dominance i would put here actually. Damn. From a single type of boat. They were also used heavily in trading, which is what allowed these <laughs> kingdoms to become rich in the first place. And if that doesn't make the galley the goat boat, then I don't know what it does. Damn, that was fucking sick. I've I've got never... a, uh, sorry, I've got a little fun fact as well. Okay, so nice. So the majority of galleys throughout history were rowed by criminals, prisoners of war, and of course, slaves. Mm. They were chained to their oars during sail, and would often eat, sleep, and go to the shitter at their rowing station only being allowed to leave once the ship had anchored at docks. Now, that might sound pretty fucking horrific, Mm. but the Ottoman galleys famously had their rowers chained to the oars for the rest of their lives.
1: Fucking hell. Oh, Meaning no. the only
2: way they could leave the ship from then on out was through dying. Oh, <laughs>
1: oh my god!
2: It's <laughs> that brutal, That's horrendous. <laughs>
1: it was like permanently sticking a hamster in a wheel to like pout, charge your phone up. And yeah. It just stays in there forever. Fucked Damn. man, fucked. That is pretty fucked up, but that boat is pretty revolutionary. It's the big boy. That's pretty hard to beat, Seb. Without that being invented, like, none of these civilizations would have conquered other civilizations. History would be nothing. Like just a bunch has, of canoes. Yeah, it's been no, be Without Canoe 2. Canoe 2. Damn. Canoe 2, the sequel, that was actually better than the original.
0: Mm. Like, uh, I prefer canoe the original two. in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah, but you're a hippie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just more simple. I think you just get more of a connection with the water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Vinny, that was very good. I love that. That's going to be tough to beat, Seb. You're going to have to bring your A-game. Luckily, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if you've brought your A-game to our mid-game quiz, shall we? Oh! oh. oh.
0: oh. Poke yeah, quiz! Yoddy, gay! <laughs> yeah. So... Oh. Let her rip! <laughs> the the middle was a name for it, <laughs> <laughs> uh. CJ.
1: people are very superstitious. Not a little-stitious... Superstition. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Terrible joke. <laughs> for example... For example, did you know that you should never whistle on a boat because it stirs up the wind, creating a storm? Someone should have really told Walt Disney this fact about Steamboat Willie because it wasn't very realistic, if you ask me. <laughs> I've got some other odd boating superstitions. Mm-hmm. Some are true. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And some are true stories that never happened that I completely made up. Okay. And it's that classic game of you two having to decide whether it's the thing I've made up or whether it's the thing that is true. Are you going to bring out it's a true story that never happened Or it's a
0: thing that Michael (laughs) thought was true. No. (laughs) No, all the ones that are true are true and all the ones that are made up are made up. I'm going to say right now I find that hard to believe, but let's carry on. So, Seb, you can go first. Okay. Let me just pick one for you.
1: Eggshells. Yes. When an egg is cracked on a boat, Hmm. you have to break the eggshells up further into tiny little pieces, because otherwise witches will invade your boat on these eggshells.
0: Is that a real boating suspicion or not? It's probably real, because I think witches are scary. (laughs) Uh, I'm scared of witches, and when I crack my eggs, I mince them up into tiny little pieces to avoid witches. To avoid witches, so it'd it it'd be a bit of a coincidence, you know, if you if just the boat thought of that. Did the same well, thing. I, whereas I think the boat people probably do do mm. the same thing. Mm. Well, that is actually true. Bang! It's a boating nice. suspicion
1: to break up your eggshells into tiny pieces to avoid having witches invade your boat, which I thought was, sounded very untrue. Mm. Sounds mental, mm. doesn't it? Vinny, over to you. Yeah. When setting off any boating voyage, it is tradition for the captain to give all of the crewmates a little kiss on the forehead <laughs> to protect them. Just like a parting kiss to protect them in the ocean sea. I'm going to say no. Is this a real boating voyage? <laughs> I'm going to say no. I've never heard of that. I
2: think
0: that could be a little like, mwah. Little like, mwah. You're just like, a. Uh, the whole crew would take fucking ages, actually. I'm just
2: gonna say, I'm gonna say I don't believe it. I'm gonna believe it. I think, it's, it. I think it's too funny, to be real. A 200-man <laughs> That's crew. That's too like, funny. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> well, you will find that. Real things aren't that funny,
1: surely. <laughs> that is in fact false. I made that up, yeah, so well okay, done, okay, okay, Yeah. It's one apiece. Seb. Yes. Bananas. I've heard of them. <laughs> they're not allowed on boats
0: because people will slip over
1: no they're just not allowed on boats <laughs> they're well bad luck and like bananas i banana mean banana shipping boats are seen as like one of the most treacherous dangerous jobs in boating because bananas are just mega bad luck you
0: just can't have all the d- boats i just think why like i've been on like sure i'm sure i'm sure i've eaten a banana on a boat <laughs> i mean yeah but i don't like, think like, you know like a cruise ship's not gonna have any no bananas are they they gotta do banana splits
1: it's bad luck though. If, I know for a fact that Titanic had bananas on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look what happened to them.
2: Yeah, bananas uh, can't melt steel beams. <laughs> 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 um, I'm
0: going to say false. I just think I just don't know why that would. What, what's so dangerous about a banana? Well, according to boating people. A lot of shit, because
1: that is true. You're not allowed bananas on boats. Really? Yeah, it's a common boating suspicion. Superstition, sorry. That bananas are bad luck for boats, so they wow. they don't carry bananas on there. Fucking hell.
2: <coughs> that is oh, wow. a superstition. That is a superstition. <laughs> so. <laughs> what was it?
0: Not a little-stition. <laughs> not a little-stition. Not a little-stition. It's a joke from the office.
1: Oh, is it? That yeah, yeah, stole. yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vinny. Right. Yeah, <laughs> When building ships,
2: yeah.
1: it is tradition to melt down a local coin where the ship is being built and use it in the forging process of the anchor, and this is still done in some commemorative boats today.
2: That sounds pretty cool. I'm going to say yes. That's true.
1: That is in fact false. I completely uh, made that up. That was good. That, that that's was good. Cool. That's a cool one. <laughs> they a good should one, do eh? that. They should do yeah. that. They you should. Can, they can really you imagine should. that? Every single time they build a boat, they just like melt down a five pence piece and just stick it in the anchor. Mate, they don't fucking sell with
2: bananas. I don't <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't right. Know. Right. true. That's and true. if it's possible that yeah. <laughs> That's true.
0: Like
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. So <laughs> Blood. False. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> when setting off mm-hmm. so similar to the kissing one. Right. When you're setting off, it's good luck for some of the crewmates to shed some
0: blood in a fight with each other before the boat leaves now do you know what i was i was gonna say when when you first said blood right i thought you were gonna say people have to i don't know make a cut in their finger or something and put some blood on the ship and i was going to say i don't think that would be a thing because especially back in the olden days like infections and stuff were pretty Mm. rife you Mm. you wouldn't want to like open a wound and risk that
2: well, if you're at sea, seawater, like... That's starts, tr-
0: really. that's true, although I think, I think boats are pretty manky. Mm. Oh, I yeah. I, 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 just, I just think the idea of, like, giving yourself a cut. But then the fight thing, like, drawing blood in a fight's a bit different. I mean, it's still not a great idea. Do you really idea. want to
1: kick the shit out of your crew before you're about to
0: leave? I think, just yeah. Just a bit of banter. Just a bit of banter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think... I actually think, yeah, I think that's probably the sort of thing they did do. Mm, that's true. Yeah, I think it's probably one of them, like let the steam out of the crew they've got to be on a mm. boat for like two weeks let them kick the shit every now <laughs> and now they'll all be mates when they get mm, like, something yeah. like that or like let it all out yeah. Or yeah just something like that well
1: you're right that's true it's good luck to shed some blood in a fight before setting off man nice fucking pirates and sailors mate they're crazy i,
2: I would have thought that would be like a like a cope just because sailors are all fucking drunk and yeah yeah a, violent yeah yeah <laughs> I mean I'm being racist towards sailors no, I don't think racist towards sailors yeah. this, is, this is ages ago I did live in Plymouth to be fair for three yeah. years so people don't I... do this anymore yeah, man, have you been to Plymouth?
1: Yeah, but can you imagine, like, getting on your P&O cruise ship and just seeing, like, all the waiters just kicking the <laughs> shit out intense, of each yeah. other before you go on? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's like a fucking Royal
0: Rumble. <laughs> Singing fucking... and shit. <laughs> Heave, hold, and yeah. like, what the And then fuck? they're
1: just, like, greeting you onto the boat with, like, a broken nose, like, welcome aboard, yes. sir. And you're like, is that, that a banana? Yeah. <laughs> get him, <'em>. get him! Oh, hold on. like, they're proper, like... Yeah, that would be brilliant. Well... <clears throat> Vinny, over to you. Last question. Okay. Seb's two one up, so this is for the draw. Okay. Parrots. I've heard of them. Despite always being a symbol of pirates, parrots and birds in particular are bad luck on boats. In fact, sailors prefer dogs, which might be where the saying "scurvy dog" comes from. You scurvy dog. So we get do- there would be the scurvy dog. Ah, oh, got a scurvy dog. I can it for My dog's scurvy. Mm, got
0: scurvy. It's not been eating enough lemons. Is that true or false? My dog's been barely eating any <laughs> lemons recently. Dogs get scurvy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all, all dogs look pretty scurmalicious, don't they? Um,
2: I'm going to say that's that's. i going to say that's false. Um, what even was it again?
0: Birds, <laughs> birds of bad luck. Oh pirates yeah, yeah. Birds
1: of bad luck on boats. You shouldn't carry them, despite being a image of pirates for centuries.
2: Yeah, I don't know why they would be bad luck. Because isn't like it good to be like? Because if you surely, if you're at sea and you're like, where the fuck's the nearest land? And you see some birds flying in a direction, maybe you're like, they probably probably where the nearest land is. Yeah, follow them. Is I would have said they're probably good luck if
1: anything. Maybe they could like let a bird off the boat and it will like fly them to land or some shit.
0: That's yeah. That's my kind of. Thinking. Isn't that what they did in they did that in Noah's Ark actually. In that's Noah's the, Ark? Yeah, the, in the story of Noah's Ark, that's the um, the dove. The dove which brings hope. They let a bird go, it flies off, and it comes back up an olive branch. And so they know that there's like a land that's oh, come back. Yeah. Well,
1: that didn't actually happen, but.
0: No, but in the
2: book, yeah. <laughs> no, I never heard of that. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that was false. Vinny? Mm.
1: You are correct. It's a draw. That was false. I totally made it up. But cats, yeah. interestingly...
2: Also, the thing with the scurvy dog thing, I was like, that's such a reach. I tried <laughs> to
1: add some extra Yeah, the added... Ad, it yeah, cemented yeah, it but but as myself. being false, yeah. yeah. But cats are actually... Very unlucky on boats. They weren't like cats on boats. That's
0: weird because you'd think they'd want them to. And I know this sounds like a thing from Doctor Zeus, but to eat all like the rats and the mice, you'd you eat like, rats and mice. Where on would the boats? rats and yeah. the mice come from? Oh no! Are you joking? Like, old-fashioned boats were. I mean, that's how the plague got about. Was on rats on oh, boats. yeah. I they guess oh, true. Getting, yeah. Like it's, they were riddled. Well,
1: maybe if they had cats, but they are bad luck. They don't like cats on boats.
0: That's weird because I was gonna say like the thing. With, I always think. A lot of these tales come from like elements of practicality. The banana one I don't really understand. No. I wondered if maybe it's because it's like a. All I can think of is you get like a lot of spiders in bananas. Yeah,
1: no, it is that. It's yeah. the spider thing. Uh, yeah, I read so... it's like because they don't want to get these spiders. So, so there'd and be shit.
0: fucking spiders all over the boat. And yeah. Then, when you said the bird thing, I just thought like, a lot of it's like to do it with being annoying. Like you imagine a bird on a boat, just back, yeah. ah, it'd be so annoying. Because I remember, obviously, we was in cadets throwback but i remember talking to a guy who was a navy cadet and he was saying the difference between drill which is the marching mm. in the army and the navy is in the art in the navy they don't do any stomping right. and it's because on a boat that would just be really annoying yeah right. but there's yeah. no better reason for it than it. it would just be fucking like just such so a bother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so they don't do it so i kind of when you were talking about the birds yeah, i was thinking, yeah. like well oh, yeah maybe it would like imagine getting a like you've got a boat full of pigeons just like people <laughs> yeah. like oh Let's fuck, just tell know. everyone it's bad luck and yeah. just fucking Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, that's yeah. kind of where I was going with it, but... Yeah. Nah, Interesting. birds, nothing to do with birds. many well, so cats bad luck. The thing
2: is, with birds, you can still let them... If, you, if they're annoying you, you can still be like, yeah, fly yeah, off for a, a bit. You off, know, yeah. if they can just fly. Whereas a cat... Mate, imagine a cat in a fucking boat. It'd You'd be like shitting it. itself. Like, yeah. what the
1: fuck? I so much water around <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, and that's probably why they had so much rats and yeah. the shit. They just didn't
1: have any cats. Yeah, if you want to get rid of it as well, you're going to have to, like, catch it and stuff and...
0: Chuck yeah. the, um, Do what you're. Such a faff. That girl did put it in a bag. Yeah, we cut that. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a terrible. Anyway, scene. I
1: don't have a tiebreaker for you, though, unfortunately. Okay. Should
0: we just fight? So I think.
1: <laughs> I, beyblade. <laughs> after,
0: yeah, after the show, we'll finish this yeah. Mano a Mano in the dojo. In the Beyblade <laughs> We'll Blade it out. <laughs> Go onto the Instagram now, the yeah. underscore goats underscore pod, and find out who won. Who won the quiz, right. The beyblade off
1: nice well
0: that was the quiz seb that's good man i really enjoyed that can you um good quiz good quiz <laughs> yeah i'm off let's go um so it's my turn now mm-hmm. now obviously honorable mentions i gotta do first so obviously i picked boat partly because it's funny go boat mm. but i am actually a bit of a nerd for stuff like engineering stuff mm. now obviously when i first thought of it my initial instinct is just can i be a bit of a edgy lord, edgy, edgy lord? a bit lord. of an edgy lord about this. Can mm. I pick something that's just a bit like, so I was like, what was that boat that Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein used to go around oh, on, God, yeah. the Lady Ghislaine, thought mm. about it. I didn't do it. Yeah. Proud enough. of you. And then obviously me and Vinny actually had the chat on the WhatsApp where we were like, oh, cause we sometimes discuss a little bit just to make sure we're not gonna do exactly the same thing. Mm. We we'll sort of say like, oh, what direction are you going in? And we both were just yeah. like, obviously not the titanic it sank yeah Yeah. we're just not doing that um but then i thought no i'm gonna follow my heart i'm not gonna be an edge lord about this i'm gonna pick someone i really care about Mm -hmm. and obviously i'm really into my engineering stuff and one of the first things i um i came up with was the giant soviet plans. i don't know if you know what they are no but plans are just like um they're kind of like half boat half plane Right, um, and what they do is so it's like a, it looks like a it looks like a um, it looks like a one of those boats that like lands on the water, but mm. the wings are like real stubby, so it never quite lifts off the plane. So I don't know if you know about boats, but they have something where they call getting on getting on the plane, which is when they're just like skimming along the top of the water. Yeah, okay. And yeah. so what they do, they use wings to to bring the boat up onto that plane, so it means you can get a much heavier boat. To a planing position, so you can get something like the size of like almost like I don't want to say an ocean liner, but like a big super yacht or something like that, which wouldn't traditionally plane along on like a speedboat mm. because of the lift provided by the wings. Sure, okay. You can lift it up onto the plane, and I find that really interesting. But unfortunately, um, its big drawback was waves. Right, they couldn't really deal with waves. So yeah. like. It was great on like lakes. Yeah, so they built it and they were like crossing these big Russian lakes in like fucking fifteen seconds flat. Yeah, they're massive. You can see videos of them. It's insane. It looks like a jumbo jet, but it's f- like floating kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. But waves, bit of a bastard. Seems the sea. Um, yeah, and like light literally, light just light. like couldn't couldn't really get on the plane. Mm-hmm. The waves are too big. They're flying all yeah, over yeah. the place. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, the Akrana plans. They they I thought they were really cool. Yeah, but they kind of didn't really work it's a nice idea they're also not fully a boat they're kind of a plane slash boat and I yeah. was like hmm right. but if you want to get there's a there's a YouTube channel I watch called Mustard that releases like a YouTube channel it's one of them ones that like does like a a video lecture like once every three months and it's video like, essay. a video essay yeah. and it'll be on like some sort of engineering thing like oh, okay, he yeah. did one on a cranner plan just goes like in depth
2: as fuck yeah.
0: yeah he did another one on the soviet Concorde, which is just oh. fucking mad we don't have time to go into it but no they had
2: their own concords
0: yeah so like basically someone stole the plans for concord yeah but the kind of joke is that they stole like the wrong plans, kind of thing. So the thing with Concord was not how can you get something to go that fast. It was how can you get something to go that fast comfortably.
1: Yeah. And what they actually
0: needed was the engine diagrams, and what they stole was like what the plane looked like. But they could kind of get that just from looking at it. So yeah. the Concord, they called it Concord Ski that's not why it was actually called but that was, right, what it was like nicknamed right, in the yeah. press it looked like concord because they just copied concord yeah, right but the
1: <laughs> it just didn't go very fast it <laughs> went
0: really fast it went faster than actual concord really but, yeah it was so quick but it used the um it used like jet it used like con- like hybrid rocket turbines that have been pulled literally off missiles <laughs> jesus and so it was so loud the cabin crew inside had to communicate by pen and pencil like they couldn't like pen and paper they couldn't hear each other so the whole thing with concord is once it was once it had gone supersonic there was no noise like it was like really like yeah oh really really? yeah yeah because you're you're outrunning the speed of sound so like the the like impact waves are behind you so it then becomes really smooth whereas the concord ski did like mark three which was um, it a magnitude of the speed of sound, faster than Concorde, mm. but because but because it's got like two enormous hybrid rocket turbine engines in the back, the whole thing just like shook <laughs> and no one could hear each other and it was fucking terrifying. Uh, it was the shaking that yeah, and it just like noise. it was just like too much and also like yeah, they're basically just like a rocket with wings at that point. Yeah, not a great plan. Bloody hell! But anyway, that's not what I'm going to do. What I'm actually doing is something that you know I was really thinking about like what to me is exciting about like engineering and stuff like that yeah. it's a bit top trumpsy, it's a bit laddie, maybe but speed is just exciting isn't it like speed it and power is yeah. just like alright Jeremy
1: Clarkson
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything about Meghan Markle yet we're in jeans on jeans as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blue jeans, blue yeah. jean top, <laughs> blue jeans and slightly iffy columns for the sun. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I like speed. I like like speed records, land speed records. Yeah. and I always think that like the sort of what I really enjoy about like boats and vehicles compared to um, like boats and cars compared to like planes. is so a lot of the plane records are all beaten by like military stuff. Because that's where the advancements are. Yeah. The Whereas money. Where, like boats and cars is more of like a consumer. Like it's done by like hobbyists. Now, obviously, if you know anything about like what land speed records, the name Campbell will might ring a bell. I don't know if it does for you. But Soul uh, Campbell, yeah, he's a big. He was, he, was fa- he was fast, I think. Probably. He was quite. Rapid, I, never, yeah. I never watched. Yeah. <laughs> no. But I think young he was. I. I mean, he was alright. But no. So Sir Malcolm Campbell is. Um, one of those like iconic speed chasers of like the late 20s and 30s like you know those guys who just had like loads of money and they'd be like i want to Drive the fastest car in the world, and for a while, they'd be like the record would just keep getting broken. It's iconic of those like speedsters. And Sir Malcolm Campbell famously used to name all his cars Bluebird, and he was like broke record upon record. Yeah. Mm. They're very iconic blue cars. You, you see, it like, you know, big engineering of Britain, people love it all. Yeah, my mum used
2: to drive a blue car.
0: Nice, yeah, she, I mean, she's it's a probably world. the
2: same. Yeah, like I imagine it's pretty similar, yeah.
0: but yeah. it is weird, like, when you look back at the record tables and you're like. There was cars doing 300 miles an hour in 1920 what yeah 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 they're not actual cars though they are they're cars. like rockets no they've got engines they're they that's the thing that's what's mad about them they are they're often they're chain driven but they're using the wheels mm. 300 yeah yeah like genuine i think it was in like 1932 they they broke the 300 mile an hour barrier that's unreal i yeah, thought that yeah.
2: was a, just like a recent i thought it was just the Bugatti Veyron. on that no did no that. so
0: that broke it as a commercial car Right. And it and as like being efficient and drivable and like It's like safe. an actual car
2: you can use. But these things yeah. were just basically it's like seats
0: legal. with huge uh, they mm. used um aeroplane engines in the front. Oh, okay. And they would just <laughs> yeah. like and just attach that via chain to the back wheels and it could only go in a straight line. Some of them didn't even have steering. They literally just were like right. a sled, basically. No, like yeah. Cars. No, you okay. couldn't like, okay. drive it to the shops. Okay. But it was not to, road legal, not road no, legal. But to all intents and purposes it was a yeah. it was a car. But I didn't... Obviously, that's not anything to do with boats. So, um... <laughs> boats nothing to do with boats. <laughs> but Sir Malcolm Campbell had a son called Donald Campbell. And when Sir Malcolm retired, famously, Sir Malcolm was one of the only land speed record people who died of old age. Not fucking being vaporised in some sort of terrifying <laughs> crash. Wow. Unfortunately, I can't say the same for his son. But that's a spoiler for later. Um his son Richard Hammond no his son is Donald Campbell now listen he just
1: said it
0: (laughs) Donald Campbell um, his dad's broken all these land speed records Mm -hmm. and he sort of takes up the mantle his dad's mantle and at that time there was a lot of money in it you know companies would sponsor you like Castrol sponsored loads of cars back in the day because they wanted to say oh you know our fuel broke the world record or whatever so that's big yeah Um, and Donald goes well my dad did land. I'm going to do water. I'm going to be a mm. water guy. I'm going to try and break the water speed record. Okay. Now, someone. this is what I find interesting about this story immediately. A couple of years before Donald decided this, he watched a guy on a lock in, um, <coughs> in Scotland try and break the water speed record with a jet-powered boat. And when I say a jet boat, I don't mean like one of those boats that uses an impeller to suck water out and chuck it out of the back. Mm. There's like a turbine, mm. like an actual jet engine yeah, yeah. on top of a boat. Jet mm. And they died spectacularly. Of course. And he looked at that and thought, that's the way forward. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's legitimately what happened. Who jet and like engine? literally yeah. the idea was he was like, Well, before they crashed, they were going really fast. Yeah. yeah. So like that's what I'm gonna do and um okay so in 1950 the biggest spoiler well the early 1950s yeah he um he commissions these two guys called the norris brothers to build what's called a three-point hydroplane which is i was talking about hydroplane earlier it's when you lift right up onto the water and the idea is that when it's flat it looks kind of like a normal boat but it's got two little outriggers they call it like a fork it's like a normal little boat, and then it's got two little sleds on the front. Yeah, yeah. And as it rises up out the water, you're basically making contact with the two little sleds on the front and a very small bit of the back. Yeah. So you're f- almost flying. You're just clipping, like, the very top of the water. You can Google what they look like. Yeah. Now, um, he puts forward about £25,000 in the early 50s, which is about half a million in today's money to make this boat, which... I actually it's thought, quite a lot. What, it's quite a lot, but not as much as you'd think now to, like, what make...
1: What do you mean? Half a million quid to make one rocket boat? That's a yeah, lot I know, of money. But that I... bloke who built that bunker
0: in his garden could probably build it for a tenner. Yeah, I know, but it wouldn't break the like, wars, But I'd, I mean, yeah, maybe. That's, that's true. That's a load. It's half a million quid. I know, but when you think about, like, world record projects now, they are fucking loads.
1: Yeah, but that's just all, like, giving money to people.
0: Nah, yeah, maybe. Anyway, look, so... Fucking Taurus. The thing is, <laughs> they build this boat... And one of the first things, like, a lot of the, uh, the press was about, where they were like, oh, you know, it's using this really old jet engine. Yeah. And that was, like, a bit of a, like, a joke. Like, oh, what a pussy. He's using a jet yeah. engine. And basically, it was, like, a World War II jet engine. But what you have to take into that is like, everything's relative. Mm. On a... In terms of fighter jets, yeah. the jet engine was quite small. Right. In terms of boats, it was fucking massive. Yeah, Like, it right. was absolutely huge. Yeah. Um... It was the most basic thing. Like, the inside of this thing had, like, a steering wheel, a go pedal, and two clocks to see how fast he was going. That was it. <laughs> like, there's literally, he's just riding a jet engine yeah. through the water. And the first time they try it, it's unveiled in 1954. They, give it, they take it to this big lock. They give it a go. First run. Do you want to guess how fast it went? 230. 15 15 miles oh. an hour set it up properly and it didn't rise off the plane so the jet engine basically just like bored itself into the water oh, and like no, it just yeah. couldn't get up onto the plane so they do what's called trimming which mm. is where you like adjust very like micro adjust the way that the boat's angled in the water yeah and then it in june of 55 it returns and it does a lot better so they give it a go um, and they set this course and basically with water speed records, you have to do this. You have to go through two set P points at full speed twice. So you go one way and then back again, mm. your average speed across those two is runs speed, yeah. is the speed. So okay. it's not your top speed. It's your maintained speed.
2: Yeah.
0: And, um, they go for the record, which is 178 miles an hour oh, fucking hell. on, on the what? first go, uh, they do 215 miles an hour in a boat, right? Wow. And then on the way back, he does 186, because he decides to cool it a bit. So the average speed is um, 202 miles an hour. So they've shattered the record immediately. That gets quite a lot of press. Of course, yeah. So that gets them... They get flown out to America to do a race with another jet boat. Immediately, Bluebird K7, which is the boat they've built, sinks. Um, it doesn't yeah. go that well uh, basically the war there's a lot of TV pressure and this is like a bit of a running theme with Donald Campbell they didn't have that much money to build it he wasn't making profit off it mm. so all the sponsors were saying you need to go and race this boat it was really wavy that day and he was like we shouldn't do it and they were like well the cameras are on you've got to go yeah. and so he went and it immediately just started to fill with water and then just sank they pulled it out it was fine like they just dried it off whatever <laughs> put in some rice <laughs> some- <laughs> um, put in some rice giant <laughs> top um, of rice but he's still in the US and a couple months later he does 216 miles an hour in the same boat and then in 1957 they're like alright we're gonna have one more go so he does 239 miles an hour ah. on water, which is so quick. But it just gets more and more ridiculous. Mm. They take it home. Mm. And like a lot of us have done with our first cars, they do some sick mods. Mm. They, like, lower its water profile. They change out the engine. And they do a bunch of stuff. And, um, and he does a final run. He's like, I think this is probably my last one. 260 miles an hour on water. Wow. That's unbelievable. And also, at that speed, the water is, like concrete like it's not like if yeah. you hit the water that power like you're fucked um so he's done the k7 goes into a museum bluebird k7 goes into a museum and then um he go, he starts doing what his dad did he breaks some um, some land speed records and he actually in that time just casually becomes the first person ever to go over 400 miles an hour in a car that is driven by wheels so and from then on every other world record since that record has been done by jet propulsion in planes. Oh, so he's the okay. last person ever to use Wheels. like traction yeah. to, to to go. Wow. And then he's like, right, what if I could do the double? What if I could break a land speed record and a water speed record in the same year? So K7, his boat, comes out of retirement but they have a lot of problems. Right. It's been it's sat in a museum for fucking ages. It's not doing that well. But on, um, on December the 31st, so like literally the last day that he can break this record and be awarded in the same year. Yeah. He does 276 on the way out and does almost 300 miles an hour on the way home. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and he's like, right, I'm done. Now, they literally put that in a museum. They're like, we're done. This is like the late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. yeah. That's just a memory okay and that would have been the end of my story
1: okay and this would have been the goat boat right
0: but six years later right he's like oh fuck it we'll do one more (laughs) so
2: (laughs) just when i thought i was out in in. In, in 1966
0: (laughs) he buys a jet fighter right off of the mod for 200 quid. They just 200 <laughs> quid. What?
1: <laughs>
0: and this <laughs> what? thing is like modern. This is like a supersonic jet. Yeah. What the fuck? We buy the MOT for 200.
1: Quid. Oh bro, we can have a whip, bro. We could buy a jet. I know. Yeah, we could buy a jet. We could buy a couple jet fighters. We just could race them. Hell yeah. They
0: get his boat and they just start cutting shit off the plane and sticking it on. It gets yeah. the fucking, it gets the jet engine. It gets the big tail fin on the back. <laughs> it's got like all the instruments in it. They're literally just shoving shit in. They're like, this is now a jet fighter with no wings. It's <laughs> like, it's right, ridiculous. Yeah. It's, what about the ejector seat? Well, he could have used that later. Now, so they start looking and they're like, right, we're going to go for the big 300. We're going to try and do an average speed of 300 miles an hour. Great again, this is the um if you watch the videos of this in the olden days yeah it's mental like i just want to say like you can look on youtube this thing's being dragged along on like a proper old-fashioned like 1950s van it looks like a fucking spaceship (laughs) like it's ridiculous it's a jet fighter that goes in the water and there's a guy like in his old little van like (laughs) it's stupid um now again the early round runs are a bit shit, which is quite common when you're doing something like this because the the jet motor is so powerful that when it goes off, the nose of the plane... not plane boat, boat. the yeah. boat yeah. starts yeah. to like fire off into the sky like a rocket. It just wants to be in the air. It, yeah. just it, it knows it's just a, it's a like, jet. I literally deep think inside. that is like kind of the physics of the what's going of it. on. Is it's yeah. just like it's it just it's like it's too much power. The trans it's boat.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> deep down inside, it knows it's actually a jet. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> so the um. What I love, this is like old school engineering. This is the stuff I love. To yeah. fix this, do you know what they do? What? They just get a bunch of scrap lead. <laughs> <and> put it <laughs> in the, put it on the, the boat. Front. So the boat's just like no. heavy. A bunch of, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. And from there, and this is what I've written, it runs fantastically. Now, I think that could be an exaggeration in hindsight. Right. Um, but they're like, right, let's do this. On January the 4th, 1964, they've had a lot of issues, but they... And there's a lot of now pressure like all like he's been fucking about with this boat he spent 200 quid on a jet engine there's a lot of press and all the sponsors are starting to be like we need to see some runs out of this thing all it's been doing is like fighting around we've we've just seen you put a bunch of scrap lead in it it's not looking great <laughs> like can you actually fucking do some boat shit with this yeah and um on january the 4th 1964 they're like right we've got to do this we've um we've got to go We've got to break a record. Mm -hmm. So, all the TV cameras are there and he goes for it. And on the run out, so the first run of the two runs, he does 297 miles an hour. (sighs) Average. Oh, wow. And on the way back, he makes a bit of a mistake. So, what you're supposed to do, and he has an hour to do the two runs. Yeah. But the water had settled for the first time in days, so he gets a bit overexcited. He's like, "I don't want to lose this water." Mm. So he flips the boat around. Now, what he's supposed to do is wait. He's got an hour. He's supposed to wait fifty minutes for all the water that's been fucking displaced, displaced to settle again. Yeah. Could you imagine? Like, even when you get like a rowing boat go past, there'll be like a little bit of Ripple wobble in the true, water. Yeah. So you've got a two hundred ninety-seven yeah. mile an hour jet plane. Yeah, flying that's going to cause the... some disruption yeah, in the water. He's supposed to wait, but he doesn't. Within six minutes he's doing the run back. <laughs> On this run back, this is insane. Mm-hmm. Where he went through the first speed timer mm-hmm. at three hundred and fifty-two miles an hour. Out. What <laughs>
1: three hundred
0: and fifty-two miles an hour.
2: Smash the three hundred now
1: did he make it through the second barrier.
0: Spoiler alert No so his last the last so he's got an onboard radio he's mm. flying along yeah. 350 miles an hour right and he starts communicating there's a there's a lot of like shaking going on it doesn't slow down it's just literally going like it's a bit rough out there and yeah. you can imagine they're all going like maybe just cool off we'll just do another run like it's fine we've got all day
2: yeah
0: um and then his last words were hello the bow's gone up Oh, I'm going, I'm going, I'm on my back, I've gone. uh, And that was his final words. (laughs) Oh, shit. And what had happened is, whilst doing 352 miles an hour on water, uh, the plane, sorry, the boat... Identified (laughs) as a plane again. Identified as a plane again. And the nose, which had been flicked up by the water, caught air underneath it. Mm. It shot up into the sky, did a full somersault, and then nosedive back into the water, Holy shit. Uh, killing Donald Campbell instantly. And the wreckage and explosion, and this isn't funny, <laughs> was so violent that despite the fact that this happened in 1967, they didn't find his remains until 2001. Oh, my God. Fucking hell. <laughs> Jesus. Brutal. Um... And his his ra- remains are found. And then 33 years later, uh, around the same time, they actually pull, um, pull Bluebird K7 off the bottom of the water. Mm. And this is a bit controversial. Mm. And they start restoring it. And mm-hmm. this is probably my favourite bit of the story, is that despite the fact that it did 352 miles an hour and killed the man who paid for it, Bluebird K7 lives again.
1: Oh, no. And it's
0: been redone... Now, what I love about this is it's got the same fucking engine in it mm. and they've decided that it's going to spend some of its time in a museum and some of its time just doing little shows for the public. Right. And just to keep things safe, they've decided that they're not going to go faster than 150 miles an hour. Oh, no,
1: that's all right. Just to be safe. 150 on a boat? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that's insane. That's taking it easy. <laughs> that's
0: ridiculous. And also, like... When you see day videos, now time videos, of it doing 150, it looks fucking terrifying. Mm. And then you remember, he was doing 200 miles an hour faster than that. Yeah. Yeah. There's only videos
1: of it going 300 miles an yeah, hour. Yeah, do you want to
0: see it? You can see the crash if yeah, you want. Yeah, let's see it. Which, oh, I should have said that. This will win me some points. He loves this shit. Twelve
1: seconds later.
0: That was the end of Donald. Wow. And Bluebird K7. But I just think, you know it's up to you but I just think that that's fucking insane mm. that's as good as I mean it maybe be there's an argument to be said that you know I'm saying the best boat in the world was basically a plane that <laughs> <I> killed someone that <laughs> killed
1: someone a murderous plane a, a murderous
0: plane <laughs> but I just think that's fucking sick like mm. I just think you took something like you fought against so much adversity and I mean that in like an engineering sense like mm. water is so sticky like it's not good for going fast in or on yeah and yet 352 miles an hour before it killed you. That's insane. That is insane. I just personally, I just think that's amazing. Mm. I just love it. I, I know, I know he died, and I wish he hadn't. But I just think that that's such a masterpiece. I uh, love it's it. Cool. Well, you you
2: say that, but um, if you had enough rowers on one of those uh, galleys, <laughs> they could go Mach two at least. You could
1: if you had well, if you had enough.
2: A few more just fucking. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> just imagine nice, this
2: giant boat full of like a hundred people just rowing in unison. They're, they're all like ten foot tall like jacked to fuck. Just... <laughs>
1: just <laughs> smashes into like noise. another boat and explodes. <laughs> just goes straight through it. Oh man. Yeah. yeah, well my... um, I guess my decision is between a boat that... A um, boat
0: that changed the world, a boat that killed him, a man. A boat, <laughs> yeah. A
1: boat, a design of boat that literally shaped the entire of human history, and then one really fast boat plane. <laughs>
0: yeah, as well good. Cool. Did you not see it? It's got a tail fin. I did look sick to you. Bro. Yeah, no. The I boat plane, sick.
1: um, the boat plane is is absolutely fucking sick. I also like fast things.
0: It's just exciting. It's just great. It's, it's like top trumps, isn't it? It's just like it's whoa. like
1: top trumps. Yeah, that one's always going to be like one of the one of the bad boys because yeah. it's going to have like. Um the absolute best top speed. You know it's like one of the best top jumps in the pack.
0: Oh, also, I meant to say by the end, so had he completed his run, his record would still stand now. Um oh, his record yeah. was broken, his previous record was broken by an Australian boat, but that did I wanna say three hundred and two miles an hour average. But obviously no, he was barely he was doing three hundred and fifty, so he would have comfortably it. smashed that. But yeah. you know, never never came about. The boat biting. The boat, the boat bit back. The boat bit back, yeah. The mm. boat plane,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I think the fast boy
0: is really cool. Fast boy? <laughs> <laughs> fast boy. Also, he's blue like Sonic, which I thought was fun. <laughs> right. Right, okay, minus one. <laughs>
1: <Right>. Spectrum. <laughs> you Ne-o, on Neon, Neon, Alert. <laughs>
0: Autism Alert. <laughs> oh, Did man. you a colour, Seb? Hmm. Uh, that's yellow. Yeah. Fucking god is it? Sure. <laughs> right. But
1: yeah, I think to be honest, like the fast boat is sick, but it did kill a man and is <laughs> <laughs> it killed its owner and like it's basically a plane and although it's really really sick, like there would be no fast boat fast boy if there was no galley, would there, really? Because the galley, like, conquered the entire planet for, like, 3,000 years, and was, like, the best naval ship of that time. And it just kept evolving.
0: Bluebird K7 conquered speed. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but not really, because it blew up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it did speed conquered it yeah speed yeah. Uh, speed won in the end um,
0: it fought the speed and the speed won yeah
1: yeah like the the fast boy is cool but to be honest the, the goat has got to be the galley because like it literally shaped the entire of human history didn't it Like well, at it, least European history which is like the very least. most of human history because the Europeans went on to conquer America and yeah, Africa and everywhere else
0: it. like without mm mm-hmm without Europe the world would be pretty shit wouldn't it no 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 but what I mean is like (laughs) there's there's no culture outside of Europe no no but if you look
1: (laughs) if you put like the expansion of humans on a graph though it would go massively up as soon as the boat was invented because then you can leave your little oh yeah yeah the
0: boat in general is massive yeah so
1: the galley to be able to conquer these places effectively can I just say made it influence what
0: there's a graph right and it's like human ingenuity yeah it's got age on one line and... and age on one online and just sort of general i don't know engineering prowess on the other right right it starts at the boat at the galley right and it's getting high and high and it's like oh galley got fucking six arms or whatever he's got a bunch of blokes na- nailed it. to a chair he's put cannons on it <laughs> so we did some pillaging or whatever goes up and up and up and then the peak of that is Donald Campbell just before he backflips at 350 miles an hour? Like, that is the peak. No, it's not. <laughs> That's like the tip of the graph. Is just like when he was literally just before the nose came up and he's doing 352 miles an hour in a boat. Maybe faster. That was when he was going through the first speed time and he was still accelerating. So they don't know how fast he was going when he mm. crashed. Mm. Could have been closer to 400. Yeah. That's the peak of the graph. Mm. yeah
1: yeah but he didn't conquer civilization he didn't conquer him It conquer. conquered him back you there was I mean? another
2: there was another thing about the galley which was quite funny is um some European um kingdom or whatever was like fighting whatever Chinese dynasty was around at that time yeah and so they were fighting in the waters and they they used the galleys and the Chinese were like, what the fuck are those? Yeah. And then they just got demolished in the water, basically. And then they were like, we
1: need some of those. And then they just started building galleys themselves. Yeah, and the yeah, Chinese yeah. then had galleys. That's what I mean. Like, the galley is just, like, the blueprint for, like, this is how to build a naval boat. Any, just, anything yeah. effective and efficient and was, like, ruling was for thousands of years. It's just fucking fast, man. It's fast. Yeah, and just, like, humans wouldn't have got as far as they got without a boat like that. So it's just... Probably, yeah. Seb, boat plane is cool, but... Hands down the galley's got to be
0: the goat, come on. Well, yeah, fair play. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you Think of the
1: engineering prowess they had back then as well. They had to do that from scratch. This bloke basically just went, what's fast? Jet. Strap, (laughs) strap jet engine to boat. Yes, go fast now. Duct tape. Duct tape. That's a dinghy. Like, if you think about it, engineering wise, it wasn't really that difficult, was it? You just went, this goes fucking fast. Stick that on the end of that what happened? It went fast. Yeah, whoa. Yeah. nice one. It's like putting, like, fucking fireworks on your rollerblades. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's fucking cool, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just
2: fucking nosedive into the yeah. floor. <laughs> well,
1: there we go. That's goat work done. Yeah. Another Cheers, guys. Guys. I, I enjoyed really enjoy
0: that. I always enjoy it when we record in person.
1: Yeah, it's funny.
0: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?
1: But anyway, if you enjoyed this episode of Goats, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast player of choice. I'm actually I'm going really to the Patreon. Seb's up. going to shit himself. So love you, bye, Seb. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you bye. Love you love bye. You I don't know how to do it.
0: Best place